Ai, ai, flaky day now, it's me, Alan Smith, where we pick the series out of today's paper on uh, Monday, January 22nd. So, uh, front page of paper today is a uh, pay packet woes, so aisle cities steep decline. So, uh, stagnating growth in incomes has ripped tens of thousands of pounds for the bunker coons of workers in Aberdeen, shock new research shows. The Centre for Cities Think Tank's report reveals that Aberdeen was one of the most prosperous cities in the UK before 2010, but has since been on a slide with disposable income slashed. It found that workers in Granite City would have been more than 45,000 a year better off had growth continued at 2010 levels. In comparison, folk across Scotland were found to be an average of 23,370 worse off while workers in England were said to have missed out in just £10,200. The think tank said the change in fortunes experienced by the UK's oil and gas capital shows both the upsides and the downsides of being dependent on a particular industry and underscores the importance of developing other growth areas. North East Labour MSP Michael Mara said the city was being failed by two governments with residents hampered by a low-growth, low-wage economy. So, well, there you go. (laughs) Certainly, it's been a big, um, a big change in fortunes uh, as Aberdeen Cairns over the last, you know, ten, fifteen years. That's for sure, and uh, you know, very unlikely they'll ever ever come back again unless uh, they find some, uh, some <laughs> going to be east for making electric cars or something uh, under the ground in uh, Maastricht. But um, yeah. Nah, nah, looking just great, and that's a big drop, uh, uh, you know, compared to what it was before. Obviously, Aberdeen was a, seen as a wealthy place and, and you know, plenty of money afford, but now it's, uh, it's had one of the biggest drops it looks to be. So, nah, good of that. Now, here's a fear at a D side mansion a plan could the blight view. So, the tycoon for about the 23 million pound Abergeldi estate is facing a backlash. Our plans to build a royal Deeside mansion at the Queen's favourite view. Oh, oh me. Alistair Storey bought the site next door to Balmoral in 2021. Since then, the chairman of catering firm Westbury Street Holdings has formed plans to revitalise the, the declining 11,500-acre estate. His vision is to create jobs and welcome scores of wealthy tourists. Uh, the businessman wants to run a new tourism enterprise with self-catering units and uh, experiential holiday packages. Ultimately, Mr. Story wants to base his family and business at the Bovagli site there to run the enterprise. But he says that before he can begin his project, he needs permission for the mansion from which he would base his operations. According to Mr. Story's own team, the rest of the regeneration plans could be left in tatters should he not have somewhere suitable to live. And that has been problematic. Initial designs submitted last year were scrapped months later amid complaints about the building's appearance and fears it would block a popular walk-in route. In December, the PNJ revealed how new plans have been lodged for the mansion, uh, but since they were submitted, submitted, the scheme has come in for yet more criticism for those who feel it could be a blot on a scenic landscape. And many are urging Aberdeenshire Council to send Mr Story and his designers back to Dranboard, including a retired architect. Uh, Mr. A. Grant for Bidesnabine uh, visited Bovagli over Christmas. His verdict was delivered in uh, block capitals. I object to this planning application, he said. 
He, Mr. Granfas also held Walker, said the planned mansion was completely inappropriate for this unique location in a letter to the council. He added the appropriateness of the design is a paramount factor. The architect, the architecture should be appropriate in respect and fit seamlessly within the existing landscape. This design is totally out of keeping with this location and would be a blight on the landscape and setting. So, well, there you go now and think... Doesn't matter how much cellar you have, if you're uh, next door to the king and queen, and uh, then I like, then I like it. Very doubtful you're going to get the big art. Well, that's just my opinion. Now here's a Shakespeare show is uh, run by the audience. So a stage show coming to Aberdeen and Elgin aims to offer entirely uh, an entirely new Shakespeare experience. Chaotic comedy, You Are Bard, it's a B-A-R-D, features four actors in four Shakespeare shows and invites the audience to shape the hell evening. Members of the public are asked to decide everything for the play to the performance style and even fit actor plays fit part. The unpredictable show from production company IKP um, requires a cast of experienced talents to pull off other lineup features. Um, and there's some rare actors in it, apparently, for have been in Royal Shakespeare Company, Bristol, Alvic, and London's West End. Um, IKP regularly tour a pop-up family show through to summer holidays, but this will be their first major UK spring tour, suitable for ages 10 and up. Uh, the cast comes to the Tivoli Theatre in Aberdeen, on February 22nd in Elgin Toon Hall on February 23rd. So, well, I must admit Shakespeare was not just in my, you know, hell cup of tea. You know, you know, probably already minds getting some lines with a Shakespeare, like uh, a last beer, Yorick, a Kintam Wheel, or um, um, is this a dagger I see before me from Earl Macbeth? And, uh, um, well, there must be some of the dreams that I mean, but for this life of my kind, I think of him just this very minute. But a bit like, uh, whose line is it anyway? I think it sounds out. And, um, you know, if, if Shakespeare's your cup of tea, um, then, you know, if you're near a Tivoli or near Elgin and it had dates in February, then by all means, you know, didn't you see it? But I think it's uh, probably not ne- going to attract me too much. But, uh, it could be good, but for I mean, Shakespeare was a hard, hard slog. Now here is a Sky High Bells are nailing a coffin for bars. This is the Scotia Bar, and Aberdeen will close its doors permanently after being handed a £6,000 energy bill. The owner of the sports bar said that the increase in charge seven times his usual bill on top of a 40% rent hike was the final nail in the coffin for his business. John Parker NFA's owner and director of the Summerfield Terrace, Water and Hall, announced the shock news via statement on social media. In the announcement, he lamented that the bar was over for good after his electric and gas utilities bill increased for £800 to £6,000. He says the Scotia bar will be closed permanently. This month, the electric and gas has gone up for about £800 to £6,000. I've spent this week arguing with the energy company, but the outcome is still the same. They want a budge. A rent increase of nearly 40% as we'll just put the final nail in the coffin. Uh, thanks to all the customers who uh, stayed to support us the last couple of years. I really do appreciate all your custom. 
In his update online, John hinted at a desire to take over another bar in Granite City. He, he says, for me, this will be a temporary thing as I'm looking at another couple of local bars, he continued. But for the Scotia, I think it's over for good. So, well, another um, another bites the dust, as I say. I kind of, for life, I kind of think I've ever been in the Scotia bar, but um, it just shows you, I was one or two years I've been in. And, um, shame for that. I'd folk up in that direction now, but, uh, you know, this, uh, yeah, a lot of folk would stun, stun a electric increase like that for 800 to 6,000. <laughs> now you can nominate your local heroes for Shire Awards, so a celebration of folk that make a difference to their communities in the northeast is open for nominations. Folk across Aberdeenshire can bid for it. The local heroes for the 2024 Inspiring Share Awards in eight different categories. Nominations will close on February 29th and the ceremony will take place in September. <laughs> A long time to wait. Uh, the categories are Heart of Aberdeenshire Caring Award. This is awarded to somebody who has had a significant positive impact on a vulnerable person's life. Uh, inspirational Volunteer. This is an individual or group if I've gone the extra mile by volunteering for a local initiative that makes a difference in the lives of others or communities. Local hero. This is an individual who, in the face of adversity, has shown courage, bravery, and dedication to overcome a difficulty. Um, other nominations will be for the beautiful Aberdeenshire Environmental Award. I might be I might shout out, you know. Um, Community Spirit Award, individual or group. A cultural award, individual or group, and Aberdeenshire Future Award for nominees under 25, and the Lifetime Achievement Award. Well, not for a youngie, but maybe the Alina could be in me a shout now. Uh, for further details and to mark your nominations, visit engage.aberdeenshire.gov.uk forward slash inspiring Aberdeenshire 2024. So, well, as you go, if you're first neck of the woods now, and you can, somebody has, uh, well, doing any other things, or, you know, helped folk and, and uh, made somebody's life a bit better, then, uh, you know, give them a shout for it if it's to lose. And uh, it's not every chance you get, uh, you know, regular Joes or, or Janets get a, a chance to be nominated for something. So, um, yeah, feel free if that's uh, if you went to Dean and don't forget Newers. Two L's in uh, my uh, Alan Smith. Now, I'll just finish up with sport as normal. And the uh, back page of the paper today is uh, Miofsky is thriving in leading role, says Devlin. So, Aberdeen defender Nicky Devlin uh, believes Bojan Miofsky is reveling in the responsibility of leading the line of Pataudry. The North Macedonian international scored the opening goal in his side's 2 0 win at Clyde in the fourth round of the Scottish Cup on Friday. Uh, that's right, took his tally for the season to 16. Uh, too short of the 18 goal tally he reached in his first campaign in Scottish football last year. So he's certainly firing in all cylinders this new. So uh, good luck to him in here. So hopefully, Aberdeen can hang on to him new for a, for a while longer. But um, yeah, tremendous talent. So well done to him. And uh, come on, Aberdeen. Now, now that's me done for dinner. I'm just a wee puckly series of today's pressing journal on. Um, Monday, 22nd of January, 2024. And uh, quite a, uh, well, a, a 
British Canadians, they didn't rain on us or snow on us. They snowed a big shift over the weekend and back to Black Roads. Um, but we held for a winnie last night and um, half a winnie last morning up to about 19 o'clock, I think. But it's going to fade a bit. You know, I think we're near, near as bad as a lot of places. I think up north is a reed warning in, in place for doing good unless it's absolutely desperate because the wind's going to be 100 mile an hour, they say. And, um, you know, it's quite calm here just now. So here's hoping the wind bides up north or doing south and misses out to where we... But, hey, um, but anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, um, that's dandy. Tell a puckle folk about it. And uh, tell them to follow us on Spotify. Then they'll never miss an episode. And, uh, you know, you'll be their pal for life. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo.